Do you dream of having time and money freedom? Are you looking for ways to enjoy business and life harmony or just to improve your business and yourself? Welcome to Reclaim Your Freedom with your host, Shirley Dalton. In this program, you'll learn from experts in business, leadership, personal development, and mindset to help you create your ideal business lifestyle, whatever that means for you. And now, here's your host, Shirley Dalton. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom and I'm your host, Shirley Dalton. I'm on a mission to help you reclaim your freedom and create your ideal business lifestyle. As the number one authority on proven profitable processes, I help you get your business under control, grow yourself and your team so that your business works for you and your team, giving you more money, more time and less stress. And if you'd like to know more, I invite you to visit ShirleyDalton.com. In my role as radio and TV show host, I bring you additional experts to help you improve your business and your life. And today we're talking with Patricia and Bill Clum, co-founders of Evolution of the Heart, about a really important topic, one that is often held behind closed doors or not even held at all. And that's why there is such an urgency to do our own healing. Welcome, Patricia and Bill. Hi, Shirley. How are you? I'm really sure. Really good. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Patricia. Yeah, so so you're in San Diego and I'm in Newcastle, Australia, which is near Sydney at the moment, and I just love that we have the technology to be able to bring your expertise to people all around the world. Absolutely. Thank you. So, Patricia and Bill, you've been supporting people to transform their lives and realise their true hearts and potential for love for the past decade. As lifelong spiritual practitioners and guides, you facilitate retreats conduct workshop events, and mentor and guide clients through one-on-one sessions. Focusing on your client's heart centres, you work with them to allow emotions that have not yet been integrated, along with hidden aspects of themselves, to come fully into awareness, helping them to fully integrate and embrace themselves. Your clients discover and clarify who they are at their purest core, find solutions, and open up to live heart-led lives. So let's start with your stories, because like many of your clients, it wasn't always that way for you. Bill, you were a very successful business owner, employing over 30 staff with million-dollar revenues. In your younger days, as I suspect for many of our listeners today, your focus was on running a successful and profitable business, not getting to know yourself and awakening to your own heart. And Patricia, whilst you were on the path from an early age, you too invested much of your energy and focus into your career as an award-winning makeup artist for the highly volatile, chaotic and stressful movie and TV industry. So let's start with what you found to be the catalyst for yourselves to do the work you do today and why is there such an urgency to do our own inner healing? Let's start with Bill. Um, you know, after many, many years of business, you know, coming towards Zen, thinking about retirement, you know, I had a, a perfect way of how I thought it was going to unfold. And then, of course, when you're in the actual experience of it, the, the truth is there's not such thing as retirement. Your energy just opens to something else. Mm-hmm. And in the place of where after, you know, 30 years of owning a business, here I had all this time. And honestly, I, I didn't know what to do with it. And so as I began to relax and to grow into it, um, it kind of propelled me to really wonder, what is it, how do I want to spend the rest of my life? And I, you know, I had a lot of, um, you know, sitting still and quiet in the home just brought us some things I wasn't aware of in the way of how I felt. And so I went on this search. I would say the pain actually that I felt in life through all the years of uh, being a business owner, raising a family, uh, the residual of that was really showing up in my life, and I wanted to know what to do about it. So I really began an inquiry and looking into what could I do differently. So, so when you talk about sitting in the pain, you know, from from owning and running the business and raising your family, um, and you said it was showing up, can you share what that looked like? You know, just because I have a feeling that some of our listeners might might be similar but not necessarily understanding what's happening for them yeah in our humanity it's just interesting <clears throat> you know when we're busy raising fam- families and trying to get to and from work uh, there's not a lot of time to think about how you feel you're just trying to get through the days 
mm-hmm. most people at a very rapid pace. And so we kind of are living on the surface of it where, you know, it, life is tolerable. It feels good. We have income. We've got food in the refrigerator and a roof over our head. So most people feel pretty happy about that. Mm-hmm. And, and so for me, uh, toward the end, I began to aware, you know, what, what made me decide to leave the business is I just felt after almost 30 years, I was ready for something different. I didn't know quite what, and I just had this fantasy that I'd be standing on my badge porch with my horses and a cup of coffee and life would be wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and those, you know, I did do that. I actually uh, did buy a ranch and I had the horses and the cup of coffee, but there was just something there inside that felt really uncomfortable. I really quite didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. And so that was my inquiry was to really find out what that was about. And it began many, many years back, way back when, when I did a fire walk. And I was thinking about my children. How could I be a better parent? What could I do differently? And this fire walk for me seemed to be something that challenged me. I just felt if I could make it to the other side of this, maybe something would be different. And so I took the challenge. And when I made it across the fire, I felt like the, in the Wizard of Oz, I got the badge of courage for making it across. And I, I felt like it was a good starting point for me because something felt different. I took the challenge upon myself to do something differently. So it was kind of like a quantum leap into something else. And that was kind of a beginning for me. Wow. And Goosey says, um, as you were telling that story, then, you know, I can just imagine uh, that how you would be feeling with that, as you call it, the badge of courage. I love that reference there. And uh, and thank you for being so open and, and honest with us today, because I think that is the thing, you know, as you say, life is tolerable. We've got income, we've got food, we've got a roof over our head and we're racing, racing, racing to get all of these things done. And then, as you say, when once you stopped, it was like, hmm, OK, <laughs> not so good. <laughs> yeah. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. And Patricia, tell us a little about your story, too. Well, you know, it was interesting listening to Bill, you know, because in a similar fashion, yet our, our individual paths. So for me, an artist, and I moved towards an industry or a career that would satisfy what I knew about myself. So I knew that I, I loved art, and for me it was, you know, the face, mm-hmm. creating, and working with inspirational teams and creative people. And being on a contract, so a film for six months, a series for nine months, having that freedom of uh, working really a lot of hours, because for those of you that don't know, on a, on a film site, uh, as a crew, you can be there anywhere from 12 to 18 hours a day or more, wow. depending on the Yeah. And, you know, so it... I had so much energy and I had so much um, inspiration working that way. So I would work really hard and then I would take a couple of months off and travel, meet new people, new environments. So with all of that, my career, my life was uh, in new environments. It was meeting new people, being inspired. And over the years, what I noticed is that you know, I would have someone in my chair, and it was such an intimate connection. It was a place they could come and relax for a half an hour, 45 minutes. They didn't have to be the character they portrayed. They could just be themselves. So I found that over time, it was as if the universe was building uh, my foundation mm-hmm. of what is, had been opening for us the recent years. And then so I found that um, that was my inspiration for the change, coming away from something that was a physical, emotional, and life demand mm-hmm. as far as time and as far as um, the expectation. As technology changes, there's more pressure in filmmaking. And so when I that shift that I've been going on with what we do now, it was a bridge into what we give now. And the the change for me was, well, how do I want to spend, you know, 
the rest of my life? How much energy and where do I want to put my energy? You know, how much time am I going to have for my family? How much time am I going to have to explore new things in life? So that was my shift for me. Oh, I love it. And I really love the how you, you got the intimacy of, of working with, you know, a lot of celebrities because, I, you know, I've looked at your career and, I mean, you've worked with the best of the best. So um, to, to have that intimacy with people and, as you say, and they're not playing the character. And then for you really looking again at what you're going to be doing for the rest of your life and, as you say, setting up that foundation. And I, it reminds me, I uh, read Mary Kay's book, um, and she was saying that, in her, her words, God took a long time to get her ready for her mission in life. And, and I think I'm hearing it. <laughs> that, that, that's, that seems so true. <laughs> it is, isn't it? It's wonderful. And I'm hearing that theme here with, with both of you too. So, you know, independently you've been having these really full-on um, work working lives and lots and lots of energy, lots and lots of new people and lots of things happening, but that's only getting you ready to be able to do the things that you're doing now and, of course, you know, experiencing the discomfort that leads you to go searching for something else. And so we've got just a couple of minutes before we go to a break here. So is this a question that we can answer? And we may, we may need to do it in two parts. But why do you think there is such an urgency now to do our own inner healing? Let's do it in two parts. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I'd like to talk, speak to you about is that wherever we travel in life, where whatever happens to us, whether it's death, marriage, divorce, birth, whatever it is, career, the consistent thread yes. is us individually. <laughs> so Patricia has always been in her life. So even though it appears life has done something to me at one point of my growing, we want to encourage people to consider that those feelings are actually creating the opportunity and the moment to choose something differently, to get to know self differently. Okay, I'm just processing that there. So what you're, you're suggesting for people is to consider that the feelings that we have is actually creating the opportunity and the moment to, to, to do or to be something different. And so if I'm interpreting that, then basically you're saying that they're like a, a, um, a signpost. Yes. yes. And so I'm going to hold off on the break because I can't wait to hear the next bit. <laughs> so, so, so then what happens? You know, if so we then, Yeah, so once we, as a person, we have the realisation, you know, perhaps we've been through marriages, through business, different businesses, they've taken us somewhere and they maybe our inner being wants to take us to a different way or maybe they've, in the language, fail. They don't work out. You know, they only take us so far, whether mm -hmm. that's relationship, uh, career or life itself. Once we realize that the common thread has been us, and once we realize what's not working, and some people receive that, again, through maybe pain, mm -hmm. or some people notice, you know, my marriages aren't working, my, my careers aren't working, my sort of life path isn't working. Once that uncomfortable, we have that awareness and we go, whoa, perhaps, perhaps what I can spend time and look at and uncover is what's happening with me so that I can go into a new relationship or into a new career uh, uh, fresh, um, more aware, uh, with more knowledge and understanding so that I don't have to repeat what's happened in my life. You raise a really interesting point there. As, as you were saying that, I was just thinking about that. You know, it's... Uh, and we'll talk more about this for sure, it's about taking the time and having that awareness and, as you say, uncovering what's happening within me so that I can 
basically not repeat that. And if I think about um, Ross, my husband, he was previously married and from his account, um, I would not have been interested in the person that he was and yet he was able to then reflect after that marriage broke up. He then did that reflection and did his own inner work and was able to to change himself uh, and happily we celebrated our 28th wedding anniversary this week so so something worked <laughs> something something changed yeah but but I think the the key point there that you're making and we'll come back to this is taking that time and having that inner awareness and and that's of course what you you both do and you help people about that so I think it's a good time now we'll have a quick break you're listening to Patricia and Bill Clum co-founders of Evolution of the Heart. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Do you want to get the media to notice you, your brand, or your business? Jess Todfeld says it's easier than you think. He should know. He set a Guinness record for being interviewed the most times in 24 hours. 112 different radio stations. He can also show you how to get featured on major TV networks and national newspapers. In fact, he's giving away many of his top secrets to listeners of this show. Just go to MediaCheatSheet.com. That's MediaCheatSheet.com to get the free info on creating the media attention you deserve. Shirley Dalton's mission is to inspire, educate, and support you to be, do, have, and feel what you want. That's why she recommends using Mind Movies. Create your very own digital vision board. Take it with you on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. See it, hear it, feel it, have it. Go to ShirleyDalton.com slash go slash Mind Movies. Again, that's ShirleyDalton.com forward slash go forward slash Mind Movies. Get started today. Sign up right now to create your idea. Deal Business Lifestyle. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or comment about the program, please go to ShirleyDalton.com and send a voicemail or use the contact form. That's ShirleyDalton.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. And welcome back. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. I'm Shirley Dalton. And today we're talking with co-founders of Evolution of the Heart, Patricia and Bill Clum. And just before we went for a break, we really started to get into this really important conversation that is is starting to happen more and more. And that is that, you know, as, as we go through our life's journey, then we're really looking at in a, in a sense, why we're here and opening up our heart. And just before the break, you know, we, Patricia was saying that the common thread is us, that when we realise that when stuff doesn't work, we're, we're the common denominator here. We're the person who's always at the scene of the crime. And so um, when we start to notice that or we become aware of it, and then we can start to uncover what's happening with us. And so... Um, start to then feel more aware and more knowledgeable with more understanding. So did you have anything more that you wanted to add to that? Uh, yes. Uh, I'm mainly speaking to the business people on your show is their purpose may be what they're doing, you know, and that, that may be their life purpose for 25, 30 years. And then along comes a change and, and the business may not feel like it used to be or, you know, money, the money's still there, my income is coming in, but there's something else beginning to move. And I feel that when we're being um, uh, worked on or that life itself is coming uh, towards us, there's sometimes a life interruption of life purpose in what we're doing because we're being invited to take a look at our inner inward world. Mm-hmm. And do you think that... what? that people recognize that, you know, when you're talking about looking at our inner world or do you think people just say, what's going on? It's not working. (laughs) Exactly. That's the first step is what's going on. It's not working. And usually the next words would be, I've had enough. I don't know what to do. Where do I go? Those words come in, you know, life ups its energy, meaning it will have us become more and more uncomfortable. The uncomfortable is pointing us to the inner reflection. 
So, you know, that's just how life speaks to us. Because when we're comfortable, we don't spend our energy wondering how we can grow or shift or change or learn. You know, we spend our energy in, in doing our life, whatever that is for us. And so one of the questions that may people may have, you hear this word consciousness mm-hmm. a lot. And, you know, what really is consciousness? And what is the importance of that in our world right now? Well, conscious to, to me is is an awareness. And it's like the ocean. The ocean is like the pool of consciousness. And as the raindrops No matter what, the water always returns going back to the ocean. So we're all being called back into this place of consciousness and the place of awareness. And in that place of awareness and consciousness, uh, we discover sooner or later that we're connected. So in that connection of consciousness that we all are in this world at this time is what's moving in us um, to heal, to do something differently, to you know, in our world, there's some challenging situations that we would like to see different. And so what happens is it has to happen in us first. And so as it happens in us, surely it's to bring it into like a day-to-day conversation or language. It's noticing where you feel disconnected from yourself. You know, maybe you're pushing your body hard or maybe you're pushing um, aside if you have emotions or feelings about something. Uh, maybe you don't feel as connected to people that you care about, you know, in your family or, or uh, you know, parents, whether it's parents, partners, uh, children, uh, people you work with in your business. You know, you might feel kind of as if you have so much emotion or you have so much feeling, yet you feel disconnected with how even to be with it. So that is consciousness beginning to get your awareness so really as as Bill was saying it's an inner awareness you know how am I feeling is this still my purpose the the, where am I putting my energy as far as career family with self and am I living that fulfilling and satisfying life is that what fills my days or do I feel disconnected and away from it and so if I'm feeling disconnected and now I'm understanding that this is life pulling me forward um, and and I'm understanding this, then I think for most people, as you said earlier, they're asking them, well, what do I do? Where do I go? How do I handle this? Yeah. And, you know, these are really imperative questions. It's, you know, the world around us, we know if we are yet to feel disconnected or maybe there's areas in our life that are connected and others are disconnected, we can see in the outside world around the globe right now, there are areas that are really disconnected, you know, (laughs) where we're, uh, you know, politically through mankind showing up in different ways. And so when you have that, when you have that awareness that you feel disconnected, we invite you to spend time alone, spend time in your inner, begin to listen to what is what we call moving in you. If I were in my life and I would, I was on my way to work and I noticed that on my way to work, I, I started to feel kind of disconnected. You know, another conversation would be, I might feel a bit stressed mm-hmm. or worried Um I might notice that I'm not driving as well, or, you know, maybe I have a little anxiety. So we invite people to, you know, before they go into the office, to drive in in the parking lot. And the first thing we would invite them to do is take a couple of deep breaths, just to allow yourself to, you know, come and feel your whole body. And if you're breathing and you're just taking that moment and sitting with it and taking that time, allow whatever emotion to Uh, well up in you so uh, without you know having your being compassionate to self so if you have fear or you have sadness or you have anger just simply breathe with it Uh, one of the thresholds is to have emotion without judgment and that takes practice 
So breath by breath, moment to moment, if you can be with self with ever whatever emotion is moving, just allow it to move. Have your breath bring you into awareness, meaning that, you know, if you've had anxiety, maybe your heart's calmed down, you feel more present. So more present would be you might feel the uh, wheel of your car more. Colors might appear differently. And then go ahead and, you know, grab a piece of paper and write down what you noticed. Maybe it, maybe what you noticed was, wow, I need more time getting to work. Or, you know, I've been working so hard, I need a day uh, to myself. It's those type of movements that begin to happen. So what you're saying then is that as we basically stop and and listen to what's going on and even if I'm in the car park and I'm sitting there breathing, then as I'm noticing it, then what you're saying is that I will then become aware of uh, what I need to do basically you're saying that the information or the instruction is going to go come from within yeah and it's breath by breath step by step meaning that you know it takes time right it's a practice of inner listening as human beings we're used to referring to ourselves from our outer experience you know so who we are at work who we are in family who we are to friends and then there's the, the pivotal points we've been speaking about where we have this invitation to get to know who we are truly in this life. And, and I'm thinking, like I'm imagining that, um, and we'll, I think we'll talk about this after a, a quick break because it's going to be so in-depth that we get to this point, I'm imagining we're in the car park and we're doing as you suggest and we're breathing and we get the awareness that you know, I need to take a day for myself and I can almost guarantee you that then that voice will come in and go, oh, yeah, like that's going to happen. I've got that da 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 to get done. Exactly. And, and then we shut it down. <laughs> so, so let's take a quick break and come back and address that because it really is an important point. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Shirley Dalton's mission is to inspire, educate, and support you to be, do, have, and feel what you want. That's why she recommends using Mind Movies. Create your very own digital vision board. Take it with you on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. See it, hear it, feel it, have it. Go to ShirleyDalton.com slash go slash Mind Movies. Again, at ShirleyDalton.com forward slash go forward slash Mind Movies. Get started today. Sign up right now to create your idea. Business lifestyle. Do you want to get the media to notice you, your brand, or your business? Just Todfeld says it's easier than you think. He should know. He set a Guinness record for being interviewed the most times in 24 hours. 112 different radio stations. He can also show you how to get featured on major TV networks and national newspapers. In fact, he's giving away many of his top secrets to listeners of this show. Just go to MediaCheatSheet.com. That's MediaCheatSheet.com to get the free info on creating the media attention you deserve. listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or comment about the program, please go to ShirleyDalton.com and send a voicemail or use the contact form. That's ShirleyDalton.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. And we're back. And I'm just thinking about you listeners as you hear this. Can you imagine yourself? You're in the car park and you're at work and you're breathing and then you realise, yes, I need a day off. And, of course, that's not going to happen, is it? You've got your business, you've got your staff, you've got things to do, you've got your family, no way. And, uh, and so here we get into this little little pattern here. So, so tell us then, Patricia or, or Bill, what happens? You know, we, we get to this point of realisation, but up to us, we're not going to do it. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, what we were speaking about was like the first kind of tap at the window, right? <laughs> Inviting, <laughs> hey, come out, come out. And when often when one of us will hear that, you know, like you said, we'll kind of turn it off or deny that we've heard it, almost mm-hmm. push it away. 
Mm -hmm. uh, we just can't see the possibility because we're in the thick of the storm, so to speak. So, uh, so again, it's a practice. So it might not happen for a day for some, maybe it's a half an hour to self at lunchtime at work. You know, maybe it's walking out of the office, walking away and just being with self at work, allowing self to be. And over time, one will realize and, you know, that to have this inner shift that we can't do it on our own. Mm -hmm. We're going into awareness and places within that we haven't been before, you know, mm -hmm. what we have to reference is the life that we've had, how we were brought up, all the choices and experiences we bought it, uh, got to this point where we are. So at this moment is when people do reach out to Bill and I for support, for encouragement, and for, you know, the practical tools and practices to support the shift for them. Yeah, so can you give us an example? Um you know, of somebody I know, I, I know I did some work with Bill when when you were in Canada, and the thing that I remember the most was um, pressing on a part in my stomach, and I just couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, and it was just this big belly laugh that came out, and uh, and I, you know, I was surprised. I mean, it felt felt okay. To, who doesn't want to have a big belly laugh? And it was interesting that a, a similar thing came up. I put my back out over Christmas, and so I went to a chiropractor. And as he pressed down on my sternum, I did the same thing. I started to laugh, and I told him about my experience. And so, so tell us then, if you can, give us an example of the types of of um, symptoms if you like that people would come and then what you can actually do and, and maybe you know some things that some people can do now you know as they're in their daily life until they get to go to one of your retreats or workshops yeah absolutely so I love that laughter came in for you you know laughter moves energy just like any other emotion mm -hmm. so beautifully um so so we spoke up earlier in the conversation about breathing. You know, we would say begin to um, listen to self. So spend time, a few moments a day in contemplation. If you meditate, continue doing that. If you, you know, have never meditated, we would suggest maybe walking in nature or on the beach or somewhere where you can just walk and contemplate. Mm -hmm. you know, and allow whatever thought or emotion is moving you just to move. Um, and just in your life, your day-to-day -day interaction, just notice how do you speak to self? How do you speak to others? Um, um, how do you connect with yourself? How do you connect with others? And start writing that down and noticing it. So you'll notice the places that you feel safe and open to be you. And you'll notice the places that in our language for this conversation are in contraction or places that you feel that disconnect or not heard, felt, and seen. Mm -hmm. uh, those places, the not heard, felt, and seen places are the places that are available to grow in you. Uh, you can learn a new way of being in your inner being uh, of what's available for you beyond how you're brought up beyond your parents or life experiences, there's more available to be in life in that way, uh -huh. to have that laugh you were speaking of. <laughs> or, you know, there's a lot of judgment and what we notice and what we do is women and men kind of, their hearts open differently. And in the beginning, it might be that there's emotion or pain that we're being invited to look at that can be uncomfortable. And then in time, what happens is that moves into more how to, you know, fully be in our full self so we can offer our gift. Uh, some people would call it our purpose into life. Uh, I can tell you, if you like, Shuri, uh, Shirley, a uh, quick little scenario of someone I worked with, if you like, so that people can relate to it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so uh, I'm just going to call her Susan. 
So Susan, you know, had kind of checked in with us off and on, um, not fully committing to uh, working with Bill and I yet, just kind of feeling into it. And then I felt to call her. And when I called her, you know, she was actually in a place where she was so um, activated, so anxiety and stress she really thought something was wrong with her and she was right in the parking lot of a hospital because she didn't know what to do. So when I called her, I was able to find out she was safe. You know, she was in the frame mind of being uh, safe with self. I had her um, sitting in her car and just working with her. Mm-hmm. And she was on the phone with me for about 45 minutes and then she decided not to check in and uh, how it unraveled is that her and I would work together uh, three times a day, then two times a day, then once a day, then once a week, every once every two weeks and the time stretched out. Mm-hmm. So she, you know, years later now, she's in a, uh, a relationship she's in a career that she enjoys and she really takes time to listen to her inner being the fear doesn't run her life anymore or the stress so that's one example and how intuitive of you to give her a call at that exact moment I mean <laughs> you know that's spooky <laughs> yeah it's kind of it's a little bit you know will bring you goosebumps and also, I feel it's just the demonstration of Bill and I's own commitment to our own life and our own hearts that we share with others, you know. Mm-hmm. We kind of get going. Yeah. Yeah. We had a gentleman come to one of our workshops, and I'll just call him Phil for now. Mm-hmm. And he was just a regular guy, you know, two children married and, you know, a profession up in L.A. And he, his wife had had the experience of us and she just said, well, I think you should go. And so he really trusts his wife and he came to the workshop and it's just interesting. You know, he was so open to everything. And, you know, we talked about unintegrated emotions. She said, well, you know, he says, well, my life feels pretty good. And as we spoke to him and said, take a breathe, breath and breathe a little bit deeper and see if there's anything else. And then all of a sudden in that moment, something came up for him, just the level of anger that he'd been holding on to in life. He didn't even know what the feeling was, mm-hmm. I mean, related to or what he was angry about. And so as he went deeper and we inquired and he inquired more, found out that it went back to his mother having cancer when he was quite young and then kind of moving into the place of where he found a way to really be open to it and to release some of that which he was feeling. And he felt as his heart opened as he released some of this, he felt so much better about life. You know, he was holding on to this, holding on to this, not knowing what to do. And so he had a beautiful opening and an awareness of where, you know, some emotion came for him to release him. So the emotional body really helps release um, the pain. And really that's... um Correct me if I'm wrong, but my understanding of the work that you do and even in the name, Evolution of the Heart, you know, it it really is getting into those emotions. And it's interesting that you say that uh, oftentimes we're not even aware of it. You know, here was this person um, having a good life, good marriage, good job, good kids, everything like that, and yet having this, this underlying anger uh, which then once you release can make it even better. Yeah, he didn't realize how it was affecting his life because it was so kind of under the radar and it, it, it would come up for him and he didn't know what it was. And it was that they say that feelings buried alive never die. Oh, and I so like as that. that, as he was able to release that, as he was able to express it as a man, he had the release and he says, oh my God, and this just through the whole weekend, there was just that place uh, where he was just so willing and feeling something uh, different in life. He was able to allow new feelings to come in. And when we get these new feelings, then I'm guessing that we're open to more and more and more. 
Yeah, and like Bill was saying, so the beginning, it can be the, the painful feelings, right? The, mm -hmm. the feelings that aren't working. So maybe anxiety, stress, fear, anger. And then in time, what happens is we open up more to that, the vitality of life, what's moving in us. So uh, compassion, joy, um, love, delight, delight um, kind of empathy and empathy that we have for all those around us. Mm -hmm. And we begin to experience people uh, in a more, uh, with a quality, more in the realm an understanding and compassion of others and ourselves. And look, I know that's that's true. I mean, having hung out with both of you, there is a, an energy around you that's that's people feel. You know, it's it's something that you just you can feel it in the presence. And so, I'm guessing then that as more and more people awaken to this, and then to go through the experiences, and then to to change what's happening for them, then then it's going to be like a ripple effect, more and more people having more and more compassion, more and more empathy, more and more understanding um, to the point where we're all feeling good. Yeah, and that's the, that's the expression about, you know, how can we change the world? How can we make a difference in the world? And, you know, as our hearts open more, so does our awareness of the miracles that are happening right in front of us every day every moment yes wherever wherever love and forgiveness is invited in and to take a look is where the miracles happen without without love or forgiveness uh miracles are a little bit harder to do <laughs> harder to you know there's just not the room to really experience that Yes. All right. Well, let, let's talk a little bit more about miracles. So let's take a, a quick break and we'll be right back. Stay with us. Do you want to get the media to notice you, your brand or your business? Just Todd says it's easier than you think. He should know. He set a Guinness record for being interviewed the most times in 24 hours. 112 different radio stations. He can also show you how to get featured on major TV networks and national newspapers. In fact, he's giving away many of his top secrets to listeners of this show. Just go to MediaCheatSheet.com. That's MediaCheatSheet.com to get the free info on creating the media attention you deserve. Shirley Dalton's mission is to inspire, educate, and support you to be, do, have, and feel what you want. That's why she recommends using Mind Movies. Create your very own digital vision board. Take it with you on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. See it, hear it, feel it, have it. Go to ShirleyDalton.com slash go slash Mind Movies. Again, at ShirleyDalton.com forward slash go forward slash Mind Movies. Get started today. Sign up right now to create your idea. Deal Business Lifestyle. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or comment about the program, please go to ShirleyDalton.com and send a voicemail or use the contact form. That's ShirleyDalton.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. I'm Shirley Dalton, and today we're talking with two very special people, Patricia and Bill Clum, co-founders of Evolution of the Heart. And, uh, you know, often people will look at me and they'll see that I look like what we call in Australia straighty 180. And, you know, it looks, I look very conservative and you think that butter wouldn't melt in my mouth and I'm very polite and very, um, very matter of fact. And yet underneath that exterior of mine is, is somebody who's really quirky and somebody who's very interested in spirituality. And so it's no surprise to me that we're having this conversation today. And so, you know, listeners, I just want to thank you for being open to this because this is a really important conversation, but it's not one that we generally have every day. And we were talking before the break about miracles happening. And so, Bill, you've got some great examples of miracles because, you know, who doesn't want to hear about a miracle? Yeah, uh, the miracle that comes to mind for me is, um, and this is pretty common in families that I've noticed, I thought it at one point was unique to me, 
And my brother and I did not talk for 21 years. We had a disagreement and I held the position, you know, I want it to be right. Mm -hmm. And the more I insisted on that, the less possibility there was for me to really connect with my brother. And, you know, as I did this work and opened and softened and, and experienced forgiveness, it came to me first. I experienced forgiveness for myself, which is such an unusual thing to happen. And, and as it happened, it softened my heart to forgive others. And the first person that came to my was my brother. And um, I had tried to call so many times and I couldn't get through uh, to my brother because he didn't really want to have anything to do with me. And so even in this work, there's a place where you learn acceptance, accepting what is. And so I just accept, well, this probably is it. I probably won't see him for the rest of my life. And it's how it is. And if he's happy, I'm good with that. And I really came to that conclusion in my heart. And, you know, I love my brother and I really missed him. So there would be tears at times because uh, it had been 21 years. And um, then I had a communication come to my uh, Facebook and it was my brother and I couldn't believe it. So I had my wife to come verify this. This wasn't spam or somebody doing something. Mm-hmm. And it actually was my brother. And and so we we uh, made an agreement to meet each other. And when I, I flew to his home in Mississippi, that's another part of the U.S. And when he cracked the door of the car to get out and I got out of the car, I said, should I go to him? I don't know what to do right now. And as I stepped out, my brother opened up his arms. We walked in, we hugged each other, and we both wept together. Oh. And, and that miracle was because of the willingness of me to do my own work. And it didn't matter what position he held. I just knew that in that willingness in my own heart, I really feel that what I call God really opened up the doors for a miracle to happen. It takes love and it takes forgiveness. And when you can forgive yourself, it's so much easier to forgive another. And that's a really critical point. I had uh, chills going up me then and I, and I actually had tears then and welled up myself just listening to that and just imagining that you know I could I could really imagine the or feel the emotion as you you know came together and and I love what you said then about you know love and forgiveness can can open up miracles but another point that you made there was about forgiving ourselves and and I know that's an area where I still need to do a lot of work and you were talking earlier about how we speak to ourselves man if I spoke to any of my friends colleagues relatives the way that I speak to myself (laughs) they would lock me up Uh, so yeah I, I think what you're saying there you know forgive yourself and then as you say miracles happen I love it well, it cleans the slate in life. And the universe is always ready when we push the button of forgiveness. It's always willing to give us a whole new restart. Yeah. And isn't it interesting, too, when you say that you let go of stuff? Um, you know, recently I came to the decision I'd always wanted to be a speaker and then, you know, some things happened and I went in a contest and I didn't do any good and I spat the dummy and I said, oh, that's it. I'm, I'm not even going to worry about it. I'm giving it up. And um, <laughs> and I did truly in my heart think that that's it. It's not meant to be. And, you know, just a couple of weeks ago, I was invited to speak at a conference this year, which, you know, there's the miracle for me. Like that's it's the one thing I'd been wanting all my life. And then when I actually gave it up and said, okay, it's not happening, uh, and along it comes. Yeah, I had a personal miracle. Mm-hmm. So, um so, you know, my first marriage ended in divorce, and it was a painful divorce, and as many of them are. <laughs> and we were, my boy's fathers and I weren't really speaking. Um, you know, so, you know, you know, we were raising the children, you know, together in separate mm-hmm. homes. We weren't, didn't have that flow, that connection anymore from various, for various reasons. And when... Bill proposed to me on the beach. You know, I heard in myself that I must let my first husband go. Uh-huh. That I must love him anyway, even if I don't feel love back. Like, just be, hold him in this higher vision. Hold him in this space of love. He is the boy's father. He is who he is. He's on his journey. And, you know, I had tears over it, yet I knew through this work, of my own work, 
it was necessary to go into my new relationship uh, clean, mm-hmm. you know, without the residual. So within 48 hours, I had a call from him and he asked for my forgiveness. Oh, wow. Wow. And that had been eight years of not getting along, you know. So, again, in my own way, I let go of my position or the right or the wrong or the good back or needing anything from him or, uh, you know, expecting him to change in any way. Uh And I had that letting go within self so he could be who he is. I love it. I love it. And, you know, if there's one message that's coming out from today, as you say, love and forgiveness cleans the slate. And so, you know, listeners, just think about your own life. And, and as Bill said, it's not so uncommon, unfortunately. Uh, so yeah. maybe maybe there is somebody in your life that you need to forgive or to forgive yourself around that. Um, we're just about out of time. I could talk with you for hours on this topic. Um, it's something that I am really interested and passionate about. But tell us then, where to from here for Evolution of the Heart and where can people find out more about you? Yeah, so we have a website. It's evolutionoftheheart.com. And on the home page, we invite you to a 20-minute session. Mm-hmm. You simply... Uh, book your session online and meet us. And it's over Zoom conferencing, so a video conferencing. And we'll chat with you. We'll speak to you. You can ask us more questions that are personal to you. And and so that session is free. And just one more thing in the closing comment. I know we're down to a minute here. At the beginning of anything related to your heart is the question we always ask is, how deep is your yes? To life, how deep is your yes to what you consider to be God, divine spirit, energy, whatever it is for you? When you have that firm yes from your heart, that's the activation of your life to begin. How deep is your yes? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I'm a yes. <laughs> we can tell that, Shirley. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> all right so listeners how are you feeling are you like me and just enjoying the serenity and peace and calm of the energy from patricia and bill or you're or are you exploring the possibility that it might be time for you to make that necessary shift and i know for some of us that these conversations around consciousness can be quite confronting and yet for others they're totally uplifting So I want to thank you, Patricia and Bill, for being so open and having the courage to share your experience with us today. Thank you so much, Shirley. Yeah, thank you, Shirley. Always a pleasure. Yes. Well, unlike universal time, that's all the time we have for today. So we're talking with co-founders of Evolution of the Heart, Patricia and Bill Klum. Listeners, as always, I encourage you to deeply consider what Patricia and Bill have shared with you today, especially around that last point, love and forgiveness cleans the slate. I love that. So go do your work so that you too can begin to open your heart and continue to create your ideal business lifestyle. Thank you for joining Shirley Dalton and her amazing guest this week on Reclaim Your Freedom. Please tune in again next week for an inspirational and educational edition. Until then, be sure to implement what you've learned today to create your ideal business lifestyle. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here for the next show.